Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada, and I'm here with my co-host, Armin. How you doing? I'm good, Eddie. How are you? Doing okay. Not feeling 100%. Full transparency, Eddie, is you You are a trooper right now. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a trooper, but I, I am not feeling the summer as much as I would hope right now. Feeling a little under the weather. A little bit under the weather. But... The Summer Sun from the Summer House cast and the drama that went down made me feel a little bit better, at least. Well, that's good. I'm glad that, you know, you could live vicariously through the show, feel a little bit better. But you know what? Right now, this is a podcast performance for the ages. You know, you're injured. I'm not injured. I just have the sniffles. (laughs) Uh, Partied a little bit too hard on St. Patrick's Day when I probably shouldn't have, but... I gained inspiration from the wonderful cast of Summer House, so we're here to talk about that. But before we do, we want to make sure you guys know how to follow us, um, because we were having a lot of fun today live tweeting with the Summer House cast for the show. You can make sure you guys follow us on Twitter by searching Hot and Bravoed. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D, and that's the same for Instagram as well. And if you guys want to make sure you don't miss a single recap that we do, whether it be Summer House, Pump Rules, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of New York, Project Runway. We do it all. We do it all. Make sure you guys are following us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or iTunes. So, and Spotify. And Spotify. So, all those places you can find us. And follow Eddie at Eddie underscore Estrada on Twitter and Instagram. Eddie, you were on fire with your live tweets today. I mean, I was, I really enjoyed tonight's episode, like, a lot. I had, I, Summer House, I feel like this cast, as much as I loved the cast in previous, previous seasons, like, that's why I fell in love with the show, I feel like they took the best from the first two seasons, added in the perfect three newbies into the group, and it's like, this cast is, is perfect. And this episode was a doozy. I know. We got a lot. We see someone acting like Carl season one slash season yep. two. We see... Uh, the return of Everett, which a, was a little messy because of the Kyle situation. Which yes. We'll get, into. we'll get into that. And, you know, we get a, a deeper dive into what makes some of these people tick. So the episode starts um, at the end of the 4th of July party with uh, its own softcore porn, which is Danielle <laughs> and Jordan playing tongue hockey. Yeah, I feel like Summer House is the marriage of reality TV and softcore porn because there were even more raunchy scenes to come. I mean, we see everything in this house. That's like, that, kudos to the cast because it takes some guts to get up on the TV screen behind cameras and literally get it on. And Carl can't stop talking about how horny he is. Like, okay, we get it. Like, more life. Um, but need more quota. More quota, oh my god. He says quota probably about 5,000 times this episode. It's too much, dude. Like, we get it. You have a quota. Yeah, when Carl gets obsessed with something, uh, he, he just can't get off of it. Like, once upon a time, it was Lauren Workus. And uh, now it's quotas, and I think it's going to become Paige. But we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But everyone is a little bit disgusted yet intrigued by the whole Jordan and Danielle thing because I mean they're all happy that they're both getting it in but at the same time it's like I'm not a fan of PDA I try to stay away from it it's just not my thing I think it's really gross yeah I don't do PDA I think it's like save that for the bedroom but sadly here the bedrooms also have cameras in them so you really can't get away but they're having a blast and a half and you kind of see a little bit of flirting happening between Carl and Paige. Yep. And so you said that you think Paige and Carl are going to get together. I do now think that something is forming. 
I don't know if he's going to close the deal. I don't know if she's into him necessarily. Although the previews kind of suggest that she gets flirtatious with him. But he's going to try. That's for sure. I mean, he's definitely going to try because we see some previews from other episodes. And there's kind of like a little bit of like a love square going on because you have Danielle who likes Jordan and Jordan who's hooking up with Danielle. But Jordan also likes Paige. Likes Paige and evidently they date. And then Carl's obsessed with Paige as well. And, she's and once kind of upon a time was hooking up with Danielle. So there's right, a lot there going on. a little on. bit of a love square there. It's, it's interesting to see how this is all going to play out because I think a lot can go wrong. Because first of all, this group is not great about keeping it in their pants. And second of all, all of them get extremely jealous of each other. I mean, it's understandable. Not the jealousy part, but the getting it on part. I mean, you're spending every single weekend together for three months. There's a lot of alcohol going around. I mean, but it's like week two. And it's week three. Yeah, that's where it starts, Eddie. You know, True. the first two weeks is the warm-up period. Let's be real. Let's not, let's not up. act like I wouldn't jump in that house and, and night three be like, okay, who's coming? <laughs> like, let's get this going. But they all go out. They decide to go out for the night. And everyone comes home except for Lindsay, who's disappeared. She's missing at the club. They don't know where she is. And you know what that means. And we 100% know what that means. It means that she's found someone that she's going to bring home later. But I love how she sneaks Everett, is who she finds at the club, clearly. Uh, Oh, she didn't just find him. That was planned. That That was was coordinated. It was in the works. Not the work is the works. No, the works. Uh, but th- I love how she sneaks him in at four a.m. because that's such like a power move. Like she knew everyone else was gonna be asleep. She knew if she could get him back that late, no one would question her. No one would be upset. She could get him in and hopefully get him out. Well, was she trying to get him out? Because then they were very lackadaisical about that. I mean, that's true. I mean, and then we see Kyle. Kyle's upset because yep. Everett's been gossiping. <laughs> he tried to say gossiping and he said gossiping. So I made that my own word. And gossiping is gossiping. It's goss spinning. No. It's no. when you gossip, but there's a, there's a lot of saliva. No. Gossiping is when you gossip and the, the consequence is that you're pitting friends against each other. Ah, uh, I see. Yes. Yes. Who would ever spit when they gossip? A true gossip is not going <laughs> to. Come on, Armin. It's not a good gossip. That's why everyone knows you're gossiping because you're doing it so loud and so. Uh, exuberantly that there's spit coming out. It's not like a soft whisper. Leave the slang to me. You keep you keep with your sports references. I do like the goss pitting though. That's that's what it was. That's what a was mashup. Said. No, that's great. I like it. But I'll buy it. There's no there's no real drama between these two. Let's be real. Well, it was awkward as fuck. It was awkward, but I was, was I was really expecting awkward. more of a blow up. I was expecting there to be a little bit more drama. No, you know what that was? That was two people who have clearly grown apart. If there was still passion there, if Kyle like really deeply cared about him, and he probably still does, but I think in this moment, there's so much apathy. You can tell. He just didn't even want to waste a breath on him. Yeah, they were kind of, it, it just wasn't worth it. Yeah. After Ever returns and he end up, ends up leaving, uh, we start to figure out Jordan's real intentions in the house. So now Jordan doesn't just want to hook up with Danielle. Did you figure out his real intentions? Because I don't really know his real intentions. I think I think he's gonna be the fuckboy of the house. I think he's Carl season one, slash season two. He wants to get with he wants to get with the ladies, but the problem is is that his selection 
are all the women that he's living with, which is the worst call to do. So that's kind of the biggest difference, though, between Carl, at least, in season one and two versus Jordan. Because, yes, Carl had the messiest of living situations with Lauren. That was an utter disaster. I will not deny that. But at least she was the only person in the house that he was trying to get with, if I remember correctly. Until Danielle. Until Danielle, but he wasn't really trying to get with Danielle very much. There was just the history there. Danielle was totally over Carl, whatever. Jordan has no shame. Jordan's just like, if if they're in the house, they're fair game. It's literally every girl in the house. It's Lindsay. It's Paige. It's Danielle. Probably would try for Hannah. The only person who's off limits is the one who's taken, Amanda. So that to me is is the major difference because at the very least with Carl... The other girls um, that he was getting with, which is what made him a fuckboy because Lauren was upset because, she, you know, he was leading her on, blah, blah, blah. Those girls were girls that they would meet out just in Montauk. Yeah. They were random girls. That's true. And that's 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 a little more understandable. Jordan is playing this, like, minefield. This is insane. It's really stressful. I and mean, he tries to, like, be a little, I guess, try to impress ladies a little bit by putting a Speedo on. And it did not impress Lindsay. Lindsay's like, I didn't see anything there. Danielle was like, oh, was he in his Speedo? Did he look good? Did like, she was like, oh, I want to know what he looked like. Danielle is smitten for this man, which is a problem because we find out at their bonfire, um, Danielle has to leave early because she has to take the last train out because she's trying to get back to the city because she has work. And the rest of them stay around the bonfire and chillax for a bit more. And Jordan reveals that he likes Paige more than he likes Danielle and then says, I'm sorry, one of the most disgusting lines I've heard on reality television. He's like, if this is a car dealership, Danielle's the rental and Paige is the one that I want to take home. That's when you want to drive out of the lot. And Paige is the Lamborghini. Yeah. Rough. That's so bad. To describe another human being. As a rental? And even just the general like commodification of the person like, in not general. Not to get too deep about it, but you know what I mean? I get what he's trying to do. It's an analogy, whatever. Jordan, you don't, don't own these women. You don't rent these women. Exactly, right? But Jordan's like, oh, you know, we like, we, we, I tried to get you out on a date and you kept like, you know, pushing me away. And she's like, well, I had to get a spray tan on a Wednesday night. You want to be, and she was like, Wednesdays are the best nights for spray tans. And I was like, a hundred percent. Wednesdays are the best days for spray tans. And I know this, you know me, I'm a spray tan aficionado. You have a system. You have like a formula down. It's actually admirable. I have to get my spray tans also on Wednesday night because it's always too dark the day after, which is Thursday. But you also adjust. If you're going on a vacation, I've noticed you have like a system down. I haven't quite figured out the calculation, but you have it down pat to the hour. You have to do a one-day buffer. You have to make sure that you give yourself a one-day buffer after a spray tan because the first day is always like too dark and then it gives you like a day to settle what's your favorite spray tan again i go to i go to sugared and bronze what's it called post vacay or something oh my color is post vacay post vacay so you like the post vacay look i like the post vacay i want to look like i've been out for a considerable amount of time but what if you vacate in antarctica Okay, Armin. It's I'm a spray just, tan. I'm just saying, what if you vacate? That's pushing it. Come on. <laughs> no one's getting a tan in Antarctica. I'm, I'm just saying. It's called post-vacay. They, they didn't specify that it's like a post-vacay in the Caribbean. As Carol would say, it's not that deep. So we're moving forward. Okay. Uh, we find out about 
Kyle's next venture, business venture. We know about the bird dogs. We know about the, wasn't it like the nutrition app, like personal trainer app? Uh, Phoenix. I'm honestly shocked you even remember that name. I just remember the general concept. Right? It's, it's like, but it's Phoenix, but it's F-E-N-I-X. Armin, how you retain all this information, it blows my mind. I have clearly had one too many jello shots in my life. <laughs> And I can barely remember my oh, last wait. name sometimes. Can you tell the listeners the results of your Jell-O shot machine search? Didn't you search for uh, Jell-O shot machines? Oh, like yeah. I, I found the exact one. They use the, they use the Jevo. It's like a Jell-O machine like thing. First of all, only available like in bars. You have to like apply to get one. So this was like a big deal. And it's it's for selling Jell-O shots. Like this is like a, a something you buy to use at a bar. It makes 20 jello shots in 10 minutes. Isn't that amazing? And how much was it? It wouldn't, it doesn't tell you unless you inquire about getting one. So I'm going to have to inquire because it might have to go in my house. Stop. Because if you have to inquire, it's super expensive. Back to the story. Back to what's going on. We find out about Kyle and now Amanda's newest business venture. And this is Loverboy, which is like an alcoholic tea. Like a sweet tea situation. Peach tea. I'm not sure. The way it sounds like, it's like zero grams of sugar, all this stuff. It's like those um, White Claw drinks. Have you had those yet, Armin, where it's like the soda water, flavored soda water? No, never But it's had like that. alcoholic. It's like the new thing. Everyone likes like small drinks that you can like get a buzz off of. It's like a new age of wine coolers. Like no one does wine coolers anymore. Like who who the hell even knows? I don't They're even outdated. know. Brand. Yeah. That was like our parents drink wine coolers. Everyone now is drinking like White Claw bubbles, and I think this Lover Boy might be a new thing, like this tea idea. What do you think about the name Lover Boy? I'm obsessed. Really? Give me, give me a, give me a Lover Boy. <laughs> like, imagine he just knows how to market it. Like the commercials would be like, "All I want is a Lover Boy." Like it's so smart. Like I, I get where Kyle's mind works. Like I understand. The mind of Kyle. And the demographics. And the demographic he's going for. Right. Okay. Because the people who are going to be drinking this are like cheeky, like 20-somethings who are like, oh yeah, yeah I want Women in their boy. 20s. Right. Yeah. It's going to be great. I really want, I really hope this comes out. I hope this business venture succeeds because I'll buy a case or two. This kind of reminded me of uh, Jax's new venture. Although I know Jax's, it's just like the mixed drink. It's that you- not even alcohol. You add alcohol you to add it, right. a pre. <laughs> Jax is like the simplest of whatever. <laughs> Kyle's actually in the freaking factory with Amanda making this drink, trying it out. I'm here for it. I'm ready. Yeah, we'll cop a case. I'll, I'll buy multiple case. But that's the end of kind of, you know, the New York situation because we always go and see New York and then we come back to the Hamptons and we get set up for I guess the next big drama that's going to happen so the girls decide to do girls night out while the guys do a boys night in um the only one that's not with the girls is Danielle she missed her train and she's late to the house so all the girls end up going to dinner without her and the boys stay home so at boys night in we'll talk about first yeah so at B&I, boy is not in. Uh, Jordan is kind of trying to explain him and Paige's relationship. And he does the whole screenshot text situation to prove to them that this is the conversation that him and Paige were having. So, okay. Can you explain something to me? Yes. I didn't understand why the screenshotted text 
were like less convincing than him scrolling through their text? Is it because he could be hiding? He could be hiding parts. He could be deleting parts. He could, you know, it could not actually be from Paige. It could have been from like another number he could have put in his page. It's the whole Lisa Vanderpump situation. Like (laughs) whose text messages do we believe? And honestly, from what it sounds like, I don't think Paige is actually into Jordan at all. I think she might be like flirty with him, but... Or she's just a really nice person. She's just a nice person. And if you see the text messages, it's like chunks of blue, which is him, and like one line in gray. Like she's giving him the literally the the least amount of feedback. Also, the texts that he read, they weren't that salacious. Yeah, he was kind of like putting his own stuff onto them. And I was Yeah, he was like spinning. I'm like, like, girl, Jordan, I've been here before. I understand what you're trying to do. It's not going to work out. Yeah, I think he was reading way too much into the text because, yeah, they were fun. But I think sometimes between friends, you could get playful. But he was looking at it like, oh, she wants me. I mean, the, the whole, I mean, like, we date, so, is a joke. Like, clearly. Exactly. They're not dating, but he's like, dude, see? And Whoa. the guys are like, okay, like, whatever. It's very middle school. It's very middle school. But as they are talking about this, they do get a visitor. Because Danielle (laughs) arrives at the house. And now Danielle is completely head over heels for Jordan. She thinks Jordan is the one. It's her summer fling and they're going to be together. She's actually mad that she she missed the train not to get to girls night out on time. But because she won't be able to spend time with Jordan before she goes out. He clearly has different ideas. He doesn't even, he did the weekend before he was like, no, you're not coming upstairs. I'm not following you upstairs. I'm not, I'm not going to go upstairs with you. What did he do to mesmerize her? Gave her attention. Literally. She has been given an opportunity of like a hot guy in the house. Is she interested in her? Is she that desperate? I don't think she's that desperate. I wouldn't say it's desperation. I think it's opportunity and convenience. Because she even says that. It's a very convenient relationship to have. Because it's in the house. It's an easy hookup. Yeah, I know. There's just like a difference between convenience. Where it's like, you know, if it happens, it's right there. It's easy across the hall versus this where she is clearly head over heels. Like her reactions are to him are so visceral. I mean, we'll have to see how it turns out, but she, she just gives him way too much attention and he is just not good. Like girls stay away. He called you a rental. Could you imagine when that comes out on the reunion, I'm going to be like ready to see her reaction to that because that was so bad. Um, but I did also like when the guys were like being kind of funny on the phone and they were like zucchini dicks. Oh, it's the wifi. And they're like three balls for three guys. I kind of like it when Carl and Kyle like just get so goofy like this. Like super bro out. I have this one friend, Manny, and we always, when we get beer, we always, the first beer we chug, we go send it. And we like (laughs) chug the beer. But you say it like totally seriously. Totally dead ass serious. All right. I could be a bro. You could be a bro. I could be a bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. That's why you're literally every single person in every cast. When we go through, like, who is who on the cast? You're like, well, I'm Stassi. I'm Kristen. I'm Katie. I'm Schwartz. I'm Sandoval. I'm also a Jax. I'm a James. I'm a Law Law. And it's like, I've never said I'm a James. True, you would never say that. That's I would, the only person not, you refuse to say you are. Billy James or Raquel. Do, I would never ever. But you are everyone else, and we can't be anyone. But we're not even talking about Vanderpump Rules. Okay, we're not, we're not, we're not. We're talking about Summer House. I'm like Paige when I'm sober, and I'm Lindsay when I'm two tequila shots deep. And, but you've also said you're Hannah. But I'm saying I'm talking about this because I'm talking about their lists. 
Uh-huh. Their list for what they need in a partner. Paige's list is about 30 pages long and involves everything from keeping the window open at night to making sure that they are can cook Italian food and they have our 5.11 inches long, tall and five <laughs> inches long. Um. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, but I was like listening to her and I was like, okay, wow. Like I understand. You want to date the like, Geico lizard? Okay. Stop. 5.11 inches. Or maybe you're referring to something else. <laughs> Moving forward. I'm saying is that I get the list. Like yeah. I'm very picky right now in my life. Until you give me two tequila shots. Then my list is Lindsay's where it's like, do you got a job? Do you have a place to live? Can you get it up? Let's go. Like, I, I, and I think you've seen this. Like, I think that list is actually even more extensive than your list when you're two tequila shots. Are you serious? Well, the job thing can waver. The job thing is, yeah. You don't really, I mean, it's LA. No one has a job. (laughs) Exactly. So let's finish at Danielle learning that. Uh, Jordan is not that into her. Yeah. So So Lindsay breaks the news. Lindsay breaks the news because like a good best friend does, you got to let your girl know that you are not safe. You and you in trouble, bitch. This man is playing you. And Danielle is shocked. She is not happy. Well, rightfully so. Right. Um, I don't think it's going to deter her. That's my prediction. Oh, no, I think it's I think she's going to be mad about it. I think he's going to make some kind of an excuse. And they're going to be in each other's mouths by the morning. Yeah, I think she's too. She's in too deep. She's. I was going to sing it because she's in too deep, <laughs> and I'm trying to keep. All, I like literally everything you're you saying. So it's musical. like I'm so disoriented right now. It's just like all the music's coming into me. But I agree. I think she's too invested. I think in her mind, it's too convenient not to do. Like whatever. Like clearly, he's not into her, but. I would take that as a challenge. Be like, oh, you're you're not that into me, but you're still going to hook up with me? Well, let's change that, bitch. Let's make you into me. You think Paige is the Lamborghini? I'm going to be the souped-up Lamborghini. First of all, she doesn't even know that he said that. I That's, know. They're not going to see that until tonight. Tonight, yeah. Or a few nights ago, whenever they get the episode. I'm sure she's not going to be happy about that. But it, it reminds me of the Lauren Carl situation. Uh, because Lauren would hear from Lindsay and hear from other people in the house that Carl's not that into you, move on, this is toxic. But Carl would, you know, smooth talk his way out of it. And she would buy Carl's version of events over everyone else because she was just... She was too infatuated with him. Way too infatuated. I mean, and how could you not? You know I love Carl. You know I would have fallen into the same <laughs> little trap. But, I mean, I, I, I liked Jordan when we started. Now Jordan's giving me, like, major, like, fuckboy vibes, and I... I, it's making me upset. Like, I, I thought he was going to be a good guy. He could be a good guy. He's not acting like one right now, though. Yeah. I Maybe I, it's just, like, the pressures of being in the summer house, you know? I mean, I wouldn't hook up with anyone in the summer house. But also, there's no there would be no one for me to hook up with in the summer house. That's why. But I would... <laughs> they'd call my... I'd be the... What is it called? The turnstile. What did they say Sonia had? Where they're like, oh, you, you like... Your, right. your front door is a turnstile. Revolving door. Yeah, yeah. See, that would be that would be my uh, <laughs> reputation in the summer house. It would, no one would hate me, except for the fact probably that I would keep people up. Yeah. Yeah, probably Kyle and Amanda would hate you. Um, do we cover everything? I'd be called a needle dick. Like how... <laughs> the only other person... I think it's a Vermont thing, because the only other person I've ever called someone else... Like heard call someone else a needle dick... That guy was from Vermont, too. And I know who you're talking you about. You know who I'm talking about. I won't say his name, but I know. But you know. And yeah. he, have you heard him say it? Did you ever hear him say it? I feel like... I, you... I don't remember. 
because he would always say it. And it's like this, it's like a very weird, I think, Vermont thing. I need to confirm. Or it's an East Coast thing. Maybe an East Coast. I don't know. Yeah. But I was shocked. I was, when I heard that, I was like, PTSD. Flashback. Yeah. Yeah. This show gives you a lot of PTSD. I, it does. And it's, I, I just, I don't know what it is. I think I've. Oh, I, I know what it is. What? That I've been surrounded by people like this too much in exactly. my life. Exactly. Like, like the high are, fuckboy ratio, like the messiness, the toxicity. I just, I, it, the, when I watch the show, it looks like I'm seeing my friends out and about. Which exactly. is why I think I love the show so much is because I feel like I can really, like, this is real life. Like, Pump Rules is like, whatever, cool. Like, that's a whole different world. I, they're all like 35 now and like done. <laughs> I mean, Kyle's 35, but like. <laughs> In the pump rules, like, it's just a different world that they're in. Summer House is, like, I see, like, I know the Hannahs. I know the Pages. I know the Jordans. I know the Carls. I know, you know, I know all these people in my own life. And I think the reason I connected with pump rules back in college was because the stuff that they were going through, I was going through. And I was kind of, like, emulating their personalities and relationships. Now when I watch Summer House, I'm like, oh, shit, this is... This is I could easily go to a party this summer and see all the same stuff going down. Right, especially because we are I mean, yeah. in our mid twenties. They are in their mid twenties, so it really aligns there. The experiences really align. Well, maybe I'll have to throw a big party this summer, and we'll see who hooks up, who fights. I'll work on getting the Jello machine. But shout out to Kyle. Kyle, let us know how'd you get it. I mean, you just literally put an application in online. <laughs> you just got to have the cash well, up front. Kyle has a hookup, like a special hookup. We'll see. Can get us a deal. But I, I only want to do my jello shots from syringes for the next three weeks. Um, that is once I heal up. Uh, but I mean, I think we covered the episode. It was kind of a quick episode tonight, but I'm sure drama is really going to go down next week. We know all of the drama that's been bubbling underneath the surface is finally going to come to a head. And I'm so beyond stoked. To see it all just unleash. Me too. Yeah, and to make sure that you guys catch next week's episode and all the rest of the recaps that we have, follow us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you guys want to tweet at us, if you guys want to follow us on the Instagram, make sure you search at Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. I'm on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Eddie underscore Strata. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Armin Mahram. And we'll see you guys next week.